can't get rid of all the players, as the saying goes, so you get rid of the coach. That's all that happened here. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. Ron Hextall has made it abundantly clear since Game 6 that he wasn't inclined to make any changes with the Penguins' goaltending. Said all kinds of glowing things about Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith. This is our tandem. This is who we're going into the season with, uh, etc., etc. Other goaltenders have struggled early on in their careers in the playoffs, and we believe in Tristan and everything else. At the time, he also had some praise that he expressed for Mike Buckley, the goaltending coach. And I'm not going to fault Hextall or Brian Burke or anyone associated with the Penguins for saying good things about Buckley and then firing him a rather short while later. That's just business. I mean, that's how that goes. You have nothing to gain as an organization by bad-mouthing someone on the way out or even if you think they might be on the way out. It's it's not a great way to conduct yourself. And besides, you can fire someone who you legitimately might think is good on all those other things that they said about Buckley, but maybe isn't the right fit, maybe isn't the right time. As for firing Buckley itself, what it means, and you can take this to the bank, Jari and DeSmith are your goaltenders for the 2021-22 NHL season. And I'm talking about the whole season, and I'm talking about the playoffs. Is I've now seen enough, I've heard enough, and now we experience this to really cement it, that there is no intention whatsoever to make the salary cap space that's needed, and it probably would be significant, to acquire goaltending from the outside. I happen to be of the belief that this could have been done, that everything actually this offseason could have been managed a whole lot better, including the cap, and that the goaltending and retaining Cody Cece should have been the priority. However, those ships are so far out of the harbor right now, they're out of sight. So this is what's here. Andy Kyoto, for those of you who go pretty far back in following the Penguins, former goaltender Andy Kyoto, and recent minor league goaltending instructor Andy Kyoto is now going to have that position at the NHL level. From everything I've been told, he has done a terrific job in Wilkes-Barre Scranton. He's done a terrific job working with various goaltenders 
at all levels of the system. And he's earned this opportunity. And the real reason he's here is because they don't want to change goaltenders. So what they have to do in turn is at least attempt to change the narrative. And believe it or not, when I say that, I'm not talking about the outside. I'm not talking about people like me and you discussing this. They have to change the narrative that all they did was stay with their goaltenders because there really wasn't an option. They need to instill, again, not in me and you, but in the skaters in that dressing room, the confidence that Jari, in particular, won't completely cave when the puck is dropped for Game 1 next spring. Because, as I've been telling you here on this show for a while, and I've been laying out, you, you can't even go through a full regular season of Jari and DeSmith Excelling, like being in the running for the Jennings Trophy, uh, without still thinking to yourself, okay, this is great, but we saw this for a couple months last season, and we also saw the Islanders series. What's going to happen in game one when the coach turns into a pumpkin? What's going to happen? So what they have to do here is they have to redraw the narrative. They have to put in an escape hatch, if you will. They have to be able to say, well, listen, this is different. This is different. Jari's the same talented, athletic guy we always thought. But now, having Andy Kyoto around, this is... He's he's really kind of sharpened up Jari, he's toughened him up mentally. You could say any number of things, and I have no doubt that that's going to come along at some point in the coming season. You're going to hear things like that, including, by the way, from Jari himself. Guarantee you that. Guarantee you that. This is one of the least talkative people on the planet, and he'll talk about this. It'll be, well, you know, Andy's here, and I'm learning this and that and this and that from Andy. Why? Because you have to rewrite the script. Believe it or not, I'm not sharing any of this with you from some cynical viewpoint. I know it might sound that way. But if I was Hextall and I had already made up my mind to not go and get outside goaltending, which I wouldn't have, but if I were, if I had that approach... I'd make this same move because I have to change some part of it for the players, for the coaches, for the people who compete on the ice to believe that something could be different in the goaltender, in the number one goaltender. So, I mean, I guess you could give some credit for this kind of after the fact. It's still not an ideal setting. I still can't get behind the concept 
of doing nothing about your goaltending when your goaltending was pretty much singularly responsible for knocking a pretty good team out of the playoffs in a single round. But hey, you know, it's it's the Andy Kyoto era of Penguins goaltending coaching, I guess. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's always brought to you on this program by the good people of the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Their mission is to help those in need across western Pennsylvania. Their website, pittsburghfoodbank.org, is filled with all kinds of well-presented information as to how they do it, how your contributions are used, and now more than ever, amid the ongoing pandemic, they've been able to reorganize and restructure a lot of their concepts and systems. It's really interesting stuff, particularly if you've given to the Pittsburgh Food Bank in the past. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Today's Just One Question comes from Jessica. And she says, say the pens get bad in a couple of years when Sid's contract ends, like total rebuild bad. And the pens come to Sid to ask him if he wants to finish out his career with a rebuilding team or leave to try to win another cup with a team that's on the verge of doing so. Does he stay or go? Wow. Really? That's what you're giving me? At this ungodly hour of the day? Okay. All right. I see you here. I see you here. I- I'm going to come back, though, first of all, by avoiding your actual question, which is whether or not Sid says yes or no, and go to the core of it, which is whether or not the Penguins would ever do this. I've been of the belief for a long time, Jessica, that As long as Sidney Crosby is here, the Penguins will never rebuild. You might see them attempt to do things that are more responsible toward the future, and I know for a fact that that's part of Ron Hextall's plan, and I respect that aspect completely. I've actually been advocating for it for quite a while. Only the previous GM wanted nothing to do with the notion, as we saw, just relentlessly trading away his draft picks. This management team, Hextall and Burke, by every account, is going to make every effort to hang on to as many picks as they can. And that's one way to, uh, you know what they say about reloading versus rebuilding. It's not really reloading in the NHL draft because you're bringing in 18-year-olds with a fairly low position in each round And they're going to take a while to get here. You're not going to have too many that will surprise and pop up in a couple years. Look at the pace we've seen from Samuel Poulin and Nathan Legere, for example. Both of whom showed up in their very first camp with filled out frames. Like looking like they're ready to be in the NHL despite 
being 18 years old, and it's still taking them a while. Because it does. Because that's just hockey. It's not just snap your fingers, show up, and uh, shine in the NHL, except for very, very, very few players. But that's the right way to go about this. There won't be a rebuild. That's my actual answer to your question. Maybe someday when Sid's not around, there'll be one. Sid has made about as clear as he possibly can that he'd prefer to be a one-team guy. It's important to some players' legacies. It's definitely important to this player's legacy. Sid has meant so much more to this franchise and to this city. Meaning, to some extent, in, on both counts, uh, representing the you know the construction of the new arena, uh, the three Stanley Cup championships the unmeasurable amount of civic good that he's done that I don't see a scenario where you could see the franchise turning its back on him. That's why I can't even go to your next hypothetical because I can't see it happening and I I really would rather not go there because I'm sure that's what I would get from anybody that I'd bring this up with inside the penguins i appreciate the question jessica it's good stuff i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of penguins we will do another one tomorrow (laughs) 